What's good? What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Kingdom. It's your host, Jay Mack. Uh, listen, we have another very special guest on our podcast today, someone that I'm extremely excited about having. And uh, I can't wait for y'all to hear his voice, uh, hear his 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 his, his perspective uh, on life and really his testimony, man. He is literally a living, walking, breathing miracle. And so uh, I'm truly honored. Uh, to have him here to share his time because he's doing a lot of great things in the city of Fort Worth and, and beyond. And, you know, he's 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 a king among kings. I put it that way. So. Yes, um, so, yeah. So without further ado, I want to introduce myself, my brother. I'm allow him to kind of go more in, into depth about who he is. Um, but introduce my, my my family, my kin now. <laughs> hey, bro, you yeah, family. Yeah, you know family, what I'm family now. Oh, man. So, uh, Mr. Marlon. What's good, brother? How you doing today? How you doing? Oh man, I'm good. It's hump day. I can't complain. Yes, and indeed. Also, we already we already there. Yes, you know indeed. Yes, so, indeed. So yeah, man. So again, I'm excited to have you. Appreciate on you here, having bro. me. And um, let's 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 go right into it. So um, it's 2020. It's it's been uh, hectic. It has. It has. It has. And we've gone through a lot and seen a lot. And right now, you know, we're obviously in the middle of still working on on trying to find the right president for the next four years and trying to navigate how to to, to continue to thrive in the pandemic and, and and you know honor the losses that we have with Kobe and family members that have passed away. And so, you know, with all that heavy stuff that's been going on, how's twenty twenty been for you, bro? It's been pretty hectic. It's been hard to to manage as far as business wise and just everyday situation getting adjusted to every day instead of walking out the house saying oh i got my keys in my wallet you gotta run back in the house to get a mask like they won't let you in the building if you ain't got a mask you gotta be careful about distancing who you want to be around and just taking care of everyday health like making sure you do the appropriate things wiping down stuff just it's been hard though. It's been it's been hard just trying to adjust to that, and then with like people with school, school doing virtual, work being virtual, uh, money wise. It's I know it's affected a lot of people money wise. It's affected me as well. Just trying to adapt to that and make the best of the situation that's going on right now. Yeah, man. Twenty twenty, it, it has been crazy, bro. Like I think the worst thing is now you get to the door at the grocery store and then you're like, damn. I got to turn back around yeah. and go get the mask. But, I mean, on top of that, it's like it it, it, it brings contrast to life. Because yeah. you realize how 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 fragile this life is. And in any given moment, it can be taken away from you. Exactly, right? exactly. So, um, you know, when we look across this world and, like you said, having to, to figure out how to create a new norm, mm-hmm. um, that's something that a lot of people take advantage of. And some people just kind of like burrow in and 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 and, and still lost. And I mean, it's it's been people that I know that's really struggled with this particular season in life due to depression, loss of jobs, and things of that nature. But there's been other people like you that's been able to kind of fight away, yeah, and, and continue to fight through it. And yeah, so, staggering through it, staggering through it, indeed. Because you just gotta like really, you just gotta make the best of it, work with what you can, and just try to adapt. And as far as like like you said about so you you got to get a count to go inside a store. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be too many people in there, so you got to wait outside and and hopefully you'll be able to go in. You know what I'm saying? So it's just really this. And I and like with my girls' jobs, I've been hearing people struggling about making car payments because mm-hmm. they haven't because of what's going on with COVID and other situations and losing family and because of this situation. Like her grandfather, I mean her uncle, he was he. Luckily, he got through it, but he had uh, COVID. So it was like we had to change of how her son was going over there. We had to change of everything. Everybody had to make sure we was good. So, yeah, it's been a lot of pressure. And with me having heart problems, I got to be very heart problem and the asthma. I have to be very cautious about who I'm around because they say people with those issues right. are at higher risk. So 
I definitely got to be careful with that. But if it is my time, it's my time. That's how I'm living. I ain't going to hold it back on me. Man, that's and that's still that's that it takes a lot of perspective for you to get there and to that point to where you can say, because how old are you now? 26. 26 to be like, okay, if it's my time, that it's my time. Man. Yeah. Being that you have health problems, kinda 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 share with this man some some of the some of the health problems that you that you've had. So when so, what was the first time that you realized that you had so a heart condition? The first time, which was kind it kinda sucked. The first time I we realized that I had heart problems was in seventh grade, it was my first time trying to play some football. I went, it was like the first, actually, it was the first practice, the first practice of the year. I went, and like after practice, I was like, okay, I'm feeling good. They're like, oh, yeah, Mom, you doing good? I'm like, yeah. So I go home, I lay down, and out of nowhere, like heart just racing, just fast. I started getting lightheaded. Chest started hurting. It was hard to breathe. And then, so I had to get rushed to the hospital. What was going through your mind during that time? I was scared. I was like, am I dying? Like, I'm like, I just I just want to play football. That's all. Like, so they rushed me to the hospital. They told me I had, eight, it's called atrial fibrillation. Like, the it's where your heart rate can, like, for example, that day, my heart rate went up to 220. And, like, and when it beats, it can be so fast that the blood starts to clot mm-hmm. in your system and you can have a stroke and die. Mm-hmm. So I've been having this since I was like 13. I've been had four heart surgeries. Four? I had four. I had one. If everybody know, I had one at Cook's Children, two, where it, it's called Medical City now, mm-hmm. but it used to be called Medical Plaza. This is in Fort Worth, all in Fort Worth. Then the last one I had, I had to go to OU Medical Center in Oklahoma. Wow. To get it done, cause they had okay, better how, equipment. How, how long ago was that one? That one was the last time. I'll be forgetting, but I think it's been it's been six years since that last one. Okay, so, so it's twenty. Yeah, that time. yeah. I was young, cause I had. Matter of fact, I had just. It might have been longer, cause I just I had just went to college, and then I did one semester, and then I was getting ready for the second semester, and as I was. The last day, it was the last day we had already moved my stuff back in. And literally that night, I had went back to the hospital. Wow. And I had, and that was when they was like, well, Mona, you got to get another surgery. And I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to finish college because of that. Because it was like, I was trying to get every, I was trying to get, they was like, oh, well, Mona, we don't know. Talk to your, uh, I talked to the, uh, the assistant dean of students, because I, at that time, I was going to UNT. Mm-hmm. And they was like, Talk to your teacher, see what they'll do. It was only one teacher that was like, hey, don't worry about it. We'll see you when I see you. Hope everything's the best. But all of them was like, oh, you got to you gotta be here for the grade. So I had to go ahead and just drop out. They didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, I told them, I was like, I'm finna have, I, I have heart problems. I'm finna have a heart surgery. Like, I can't do nothing about it. Like, this just happened. I know that you got to let them know ahead of time, but this just happened, like, so it was like I had to work through that, but it it, it helped me. But with that, with the situation happening happening like that, it was like since auto I had auto surgery, it made me feel like I got so used to it. Like having this issue was like it is what it is. Like my mama, yeah, she would be crying, she'd be sad, but it was like going so many times. I was like. Hey, if it's my time, it's my time. The first one I was scared. Yeah. As the first one, it was like, we here again. Yeah. Third time, we here again. Fourth time, we here again. I almost didn't graduate high school because of it. I didn't even get to walk the wow. stage because of it. Because I was in the hospital during during my high school graduation. That's crazy. And I had to go through that. So it was like, but luckily the teachers at that time when I was in high school, they understood. They were like, oh. Well, you still part part of the top of the class. Don't even worry about it. Like, yeah, your attendance is off because I was always in and out the hospital. But they understood. Like, shoot, he still was making A's and like one B. He good. Like, we're gonna let him graduate. So they 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 was like, don't worry about it. So they called my name. They made a little video for me. They was like, free free Morley, free Morley. <laughs> yeah. See him when we see him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like it was good, but it it it. it it helped me as far as like even though everything happened for a reason so it's like 
yeah, I wasn't able to go through college and stuff, but it also it helped me develop that business mind as well with the situation I was going through because it started me wanting to work out. Because my doctor said if I work out, the problems will, will lessen. So before you before you get to that point, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's crazy that I mean obviously health is is a big thing, right? And yes, you know basically what happened to you was you was trying to be health conscious you're trying to play sports like yeah. you, was, you was you was doing everything you need to exactly. do to, to get to that point even though you was at a young age and so was was college well not college but football was that was that like one of your first loves of like just actually i, I was still able to play basketball okay. which was good i was able to play basketball because okay. you know i kobe you know yeah, what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. i was all yeah rp to kobe yeah. i always wanted to play basketball football i wanted to do it because I loved it, but basketball, I loved basketball first. So I was still glad that I was able to at least do one sport. And then what was so crazy, this is what really still bothers me to the day. I wasn't able to play football, but basketball is more cardio. And I was still able to do basketball. Was it because of how how much of a contact sport? I think think that's what it was with the contact. But I was like, I'm able to do basketball, (laughs) but I be getting tired out there. But I was able to play basketball, which when we it got physical there, but it was I guess, you know what I'm saying, it's different from basketball and football, but I was able to still do basketball throughout high school. My teachers they I mean my coaches they understood that I had hard problems, they worked with me and I was able to play all four years of high school. So talk talk to me about that that mentality that you developed because since Kobe is your favorite player, you gotta have some type of mama mentality. Yeah, of course, of course. And I'm I'm talking about the mama mentality where you're on surgery number two, and then you learn that you gotta go into surgery number three, and you're like, okay, you're like some people that may find themselves in a position like that, you know, they it takes a lot of time for them to be like, okay, if I go, I go. But some people are like, you know, they don't even try. Nah, because of how hurt they are. Yeah, you know? I, I can't, I can't be built like that. Cause this is like how my mama raised me, just being up like she was a single mother raising both for us and then my granny like my granny struggled with health issues and i seen her steady fighting yeah. i couldn't i couldn't see me in without this world like not to be cocky but i don't see this world being good without me That's so right. it was like like sure if it is my if it was my time really like that's why I really had that mentality. It is what it is if it happened but it was like if it was really my time it would have ended on the first one like so yeah, I had to keep doing these surgeries, but I'm like, nah, I'm too strong out here. Like, I'm beating, I'm beating something that most people ain't beating. Like, I'm going through these surgeries. I ain't had no strokes. And even when my heart rate is up there, like, there was a couple times it was up that high. My doctor would be like, why you ain't, why you ain't pass out? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I ain't giving up. Like, it's not, I, it's, I, I feel like with all these situations, it made me, I got a purpose. There's a reason why I'm getting through this stuff. I got a purpose. Like, there's a reason why I'm still fighting. Like, some, some is keep, God got a purpose for me to keep on getting through all this. And I'm still here. Even though it happened at a young age with me, my mentality, like, like you said, that coat, that coat never giving up. Like, it's the fourth quarter and I'm going to get these buckets. Like, I'm not giving up. You're going you gonna to put me on this table. Okay, cool. I'm going to keep fighting. Like, my last surgery, they thought, they matter of fact, um, during my last surgery, they had me up to it. Like so I was, was up awake during the surgery. The last surgery, cause they felt like the anesthesia that they was using was hiding the problem with my heart. Cause every time they went in, it was never like fluttering when I when they went in. So they thought the anesthesia was calming it down. So they kept me up. They they gave me some numbing medicine, whatever. But that stuff didn't work. But yeah. So what what, what was you going? What was going through that? Month? Like you said, I mean. This is not talking about oh man like I broke my arm they got to, uh-huh. they got like yo you have an open heart like no they so what they did was they went through my they cut through my legs and they went through my shoulder okay. with some wires okay. and they went through because they like since I was so young they really didn't want to just right have that on that big old scar like yeah so they was like they put the wires and stuff they cut through a couple of my arteries and what they did was they would it's called an ablation I believe was called they would send the wires. And they'll go to my heart, and what they would, what they'll do is they burn parts of my heart during the surgery. So this last one, excuse me, this last one when we did it, 
my body was so used to it from all the last surgeries, it was hard for them to cut through. So all you see is me just rocking on the table. And I'm up and I'm feeling this. Wow. But I was listening to like, but they let me listen to some music. So it was cool. So it was like, well, so what was you listening to? I, was, I had, they had it on the intercom. I, was, I had some Kanye playing. I had some Drake. I had some J. Cole. I was, <laughs> I was in my own little world while I was like, they were like, you good? I'm like, man, y'all keep this music going. I'm going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was a couple times when they was cutting. They was like, my body was shaking. My heart started racing. They was like, you, you okay? I'm like, man. I mean, I know my skin is tough because of all them other surgeries because y'all going through the same spots. So it was like, it was hard for them to cut through, but it was like, well, what really made me mad was after all that time, they was like, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and put you to sleep. I'm like, so I basically was just up for nothing. Like, y'all y'all need, now I'm going to sleep. Like, this is, I ain't never experienced nothing like this, but now I'm going to sleep. I'm like, yeah. Well, but since then, since that last surgery, like, I've had my few problems. Like lately, I had a couple problems. Like I just got another CAT scan because I've been going through some recent problems where, like, I actually was coughing up blood. Mm-hmm. So it was like they praying I don't have to get another surgery, but I'm just trying to stay on it because I don't know if it's the stress, the weather. I don't know what's going on, but I'm praying for the best on that, you know. But like I said, if it is. I am ready for the war. I've been th- I've been down this road for. I'm ready for the war. I'm not gonna stop because I know I got a purpose. Yeah. So so talk to me about that purpose, man. What is that purpose? Is it is it is it um, to to help people through your business? Is it to 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 make sure that the world knows that know that you are here uh, and they understand what they're missing? Because I feel like I really feel like it's an overall thing. Like you say, like I feel like I'm posed like. But anybody I can touch, I feel like I elevate people. Mm-hmm. I improve people. Like my vibe, my energy, mm-hmm. it brings people down even at their lowest. I feel like I'm supposed to be here to put a stamp on this world. Like everybody gonna remember, hey, that boy Marlon was something different. Like ain't ain't gonna be no other Marlon. Like he he was meant for something. And I and I also want to help. Like with my business, I want to help people. Like. Even though you got a health issue or whatever you're going through, you can overcome it. Cause I feel like we're working out. Yeah, you working out the body, but I feel like if you like working out is bigger than just working out your body. I feel like you working yourself mentally. Like if you can achieve something, if you can get your body goals and you stay consistent with your your health, it's not. It's a lot of things that that opens a lot of doors. I feel like, for example, like with the mind, the mind is a door. It's a door inside your mind. And sometimes it's hard to open that part because your mind is not ready mm-hmm. for what's what you're trying to get yourself into. But people misunderstand that everybody feel like you got to break that door. You don't want to break that mental door because that door is up there for a reason. But if you teach yourself what you're trying to put yourself into, that door was slightly open. Like it will open up for you and then it'll be like, okay, you are ready for what you got in store. So I feel like if you working out, when you work out, you 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 taking that risk, like, oh, maybe it might not work or maybe it do, but you putting the effort in to change your body and you can change your life. So walk me through the first time you found that door and what that looked like for you. Was it was it in those moments after your surgery? Where you was like you was like, okay because I have to be more, uh, you know, focused on my on my health. Like I'm seeing that I find I'm finding these limits where I, I reach these limits, but then I can go a little bit longer. Or is it, or was it in other places of your life of just living life? I feel like it was. I feel like it was both because as far as like as far as with the working out, like when my doctor told me if I work out because I throughout high school I really didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I, when my daughter told me, if you work out, that would, that can help with your heart problems and your asthma. So I was like, okay, let me let me put the effort in. I started reading up on it. I started being around home. What shout out to Larry and the boys for helping your boy through that. I started working out with them. I was like, okay, a little push, a little soreness. But I was like, okay, learn more about it. That door eventually started opening more. Like, nah, let me. Let me put more work in. Shout out to Dan, you know what I'm saying? I put more work in, even though it was seen tough, but it was like I had them people in my ear like, Marlon, I know you can do more. 
Like, I know you can push yourself to more because even though don't limit, like, just take care of your health, mate. Like, make sure you're not pushing yourself too too hard where your heart starts messing up. But I know you can do more. Do not limit yourself because they tell you you got these heart problems. You can push yourself. You're stronger. Even though you don't don't let this handicap stop you because really the only reason I even, I even twisted it in my mind, the reason why I got this handicap because God knows I'd be too much pressure if I didn't have this handicap. So I need that to make me, like I said, to fit, to fit with everybody else. I, that's the mindset I'm trying to have. Like, I got to have this because if, if I had this, man, it'd be, it'd be hard. So it's like I need that challenge because I don't think, I feel like other people can deal with it, but I feel like ain't nobody going to be able to deal with it like I can. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And persevere through it. So I'm gonna keep breaking whatever doors that come through. Like take my time, learn about it, and smoothly come through. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If I need to close it, I'm gonna close it and then come back and read more and then open that door. Like, okay, I'm really ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, that's the vibe for me. That bro, one of the things that, that comes to comes to my mind is um a lot a lot a lot of the the people that I meet and I've been able to interview, I see like contrasts and stories and parallels uh, of people in the Bible too, right? And so uh, I think um, we can all agree, no, nobody on this on this earth outside of Jesus is perfect. And you know, the closest saint that that Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven was Peter, and he still cut your hair off, right? So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So um, to that point, the person that that you remind me of is, is Paul, right? And that moment where Paul found himself in, 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 in the midst of adversity and he found that he had this thorn on his side, right? And he kept asking God, God, please take the stone away from me. God, please take the stone away from me. God, please take the stone away from me. And God was silent during that, during that, that season of his life, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually, as he continued to learn how to live with it, God tapped him again on the shoulder. He was like, I just want you to know how strong you are in that midst. I'm paraphrasing. But I want you to also understand that my grace is sufficient for you, right? So like you said, sometimes God positions us and put you and put and put put afflictions in our life, not to to make us weak, but to to realize how strong we are mm-hmm. within, within, within our mind, within our heart, within our spirit, and why, you know, Another, another another thing that, that this is another thing of our podcast that we always bring up is uh, Miles Monroe. It says that you're not, he has a quote that says that you are not uh, a human with a spirit, but you're a spirit having a human experience. Mm-hmm. Right? It's deep. <laughs> it's deep. Right? And so, in that, a part of you becoming a king, and we're going to talk about that because that's a lot of your brand, is you realize that you are above this earth and you're before this earth and you'll be after this earth, right? So therefore, if your spirit is here, then that means that you have to come from somewhere else, right? And so if you understand from uh, a kingdom mindset of that I am a part of a, a citizenship that is in heaven, mm-hmm. so by me being here, I'm actually an ambassador and my purpose is to fulfill the spirit and unlock the doors here on the physical realm for myself and for the people around me to make sure that I further my kingdom and the kingdom that God's given me. Because really, all I'm doing is I'm 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 sowing seeds here that I can I can I can prosper and and harvest once I get to heaven. And also, I'm sowing seeds here that can provide shade for the next person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so in that, even able to 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 sow a lot of different seeds into. Um, how you can continue to leave your legacy here and provide shade for 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 your family, um, even while you're still here on earth, right? And that's through your business. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of walk me through how you got to okay, fitness for me is about you know me surviving, right? Some people yeah. just like I'm just trying to look good for the brand. No, this you is know what I'm survival. It's survival. Yeah. So you like you get from sub from survival to profit to let me help somebody else. So what walk me through that transition man? So what what it all really like like I said it all started because of the health issues and I at first it was just I just wanted to focus on me. I just wanted to work out, get myself right, do this thing with me and 
make sure I'm good. Not I wasn't. I ain't a lot. Wasn't thinking about nobody else. I just wanted to work out, get my life together, cause I wanted to possibly go back to college, get my step, get get myself together to further myself along. Cause at first my my ideal, what I wanted to do, I wanted to be a cardiologist. That's what I wanted to do. But it was like it was so many. And we'll tell tell people what that is. A cardiologist is a, is a, a specialist in the heart. That's what that is. And I wanted to. I wanted to help people that had my problems and spread that out. But it was just the time you got to put into that. And then with me having to go, keep going through these surgeries and being in the hospital for months, it was getting further and further along. So it was like I wanted, I started thinking what else could I do? And I also had other people around me that was influenced. Like, Mona, why don't you be a personal trainer? Like, why don't you do this? Like, you good at it? Like, you came from being this to doing that. Now you really don't be having no health issues. You're doing this. Um, and it was like, I wanted to find another outlet where I could help people, even heart problems, whatever health issues. And that's where it made me think of, okay, let me do Squiffy. Mm. Let me do, it's me and I'm fit. Mm. And I wanted to spread that along. And my slogan is, it's not to fit in, it's to fit you. Because mm. I, what I did was I did my personal training and made me create the clothes. My clothes ain't to be for just the skinny, to look good and be perfect and all that. No, wherever you come from, enjoy your body. Like, yes, people say, oh, you got to be fit. As long as, you, as long as you're comfortable in your body and you can still be healthy, that's what I want. That's why I wanted to show. And people feel like you got to be, you got to be a certain style, a certain demeanor out in this world to wear certain clothes. No. My clothes, I want it to be for everybody. I want you fitting in because you you being you, right. and you putting in the time and whatever you want want to be, or if it's not even if it's just fitness, whatever lifestyle you want to be in, that's what I also wanted to do. And then with my personal training, I wanted to to help people that that are stuck because you gonna meet that wall. Everybody meets that wall. That wall is gonna happen in your life. And sometimes you really do need somebody that's sitting at the top of that wall, reaching down, trying to give you a hand. Mm-hmm. And I want to be that helping hand. And I feel like that's what sets me apart. Like, yes, of course, everybody want to make money. You got to want to, like, I don't want to just be that's doing, just, yeah. Survive yeah, I don't want to just be doing it and then not make something that helps me sustain. Like, I want to help people. I need to sustain my life as well. So, of course, I want to make the profit, but I want to be able to help these people that, are hitting that wall. I want to be when they look up. I want to be like, I got you. I'm here. Let's get over this wall together. And that's why I also I got so many slogans. One of my other slogans is, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the strongest, but I do not scope my heart. Mm. Like I'm humble. I know I'm not the strongest. There's a lot of people stronger than me, and there's a lot of there's people that's weaker than me. But I know what I'm doing. I know I can sculpt you. You know what I'm saying? I'm an artist. I just need I just need my sculpture, and I'm a sculpture. That's what I want to do. I want I want to continue to do that. I want to eventually get my own building. I want to make make it possible for even if you got kids, you can bring them to my gym and put them in the daycare. We just come come work out. I want to be able to help everybody of size, orientation, whatever race, whatever you are. I want to help you. I want to take no days off, and that's what I want to focus on. I don't, like. My mentality, especially with the people I hang around, shout out to Sean. He got that business mind, and it's like it influenced in my uncle. Shout out to him, RFP to my uncle. That business mind and that mentality to just do your own stuff, like be your own boss. Like it makes me want to just even more want to be that because you, the, the people you hang around is what creates you. Like, and the people I hang around is bosses. They ain't, we ain't trying to work no, we trying to do our own thing. So it's like that business mentality is built into me and I want that and I want, and I'm going to get that. You can't lose if you don't quit. And I don't plan on quitting, so I never lose. So it's like, it's stuck with me and I'm going to keep on grinding until I get to that point. For those people that are looking to, 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 to transition into that, I mean, for you, man, you have a, a very powerful story and, you know, people gravitate to that because of, you know, like you said today, your energy, your focus, 
your your understanding of of who you are mm-hmm. right? as an original person and how you can help other people um, can see 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 the art within themselves, so to speak. Right. And so for those people who um, have so to that point, I, I agree. Um, a lot of this um, really depends on I, I, a lot of it depends on race. I would say because obviously there's a wealth gap within our community mm-hmm. and whatever social economic status that you're born into doesn't always necessarily mean where you'll end up. So, mm-hmm. you know, because we live in a capitalistic society and, um, you know, being an entrepreneur is, is a choice, um, then you can you can create that to that point. I think a lot of that has to do with something that you brought up is the team around you. and. I've learned that your community does not necessarily always have to look like you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and a lot of times we we focus on, you know, okay, we're going to do this for black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously we need to do that for our race and everything else. But at the same time, there's, there's it's a different level mm-hmm. of conversation when you're talking about I'm doing this for my community, right? I might not necessarily be able to change the world, but there's this corner over here in my neighborhood or in, in, or in my block that I can just really make beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I operate from that perspective um, of like, let me make sure that I can't, I can't ask the next man to do something that, I can, that I'm not going to do. I'm not asking my, my or holding my family to that standard. So how can I make an impact in my community if I can't even get my family a home, right? Right. And a lot of times we want to be, we want to, we want to be seen and we don't even know why we want to be seen. We just want to be known. Yeah. And then like you realize that some of these people that we idolize on social media are so shallow that there's no reason why Kim Kardashian should be at the White House advocating for jail reform. Hmm. Hmm. If you backtrack how she got famous, <laughs> if you want to boil it down to the water and the rock, yeah. You are a glorified porn star. Yeah. So you talking about jail reform. Mm-hmm. But when people were introduced to you behind bars, you didn't have no clothes on type thing. Yeah. If you want to put it in that context. Yeah. So um, to that point, as I digress, um, I think that your circle is, is, is the most important thing that keeps you elevated. And that's one of the things that's helped help. help push me like i have a friend one of my best friends i think you met him well I'll, I'll put it like this my wedding party 26 year old he's he, he works in um in, in in solar solar energy and he just bought his first house which is not in his house it's an investment house mm-hmm. right my other my other friend is 25 he just bought his first house but he's he works in commercial real estate mm-hmm. right my other friend he just got married earlier this year and he has always been has has always had multiple businesses of his own, and to where um, at the end of this year, this is like throwing it out there, but I'll put it this way: he's 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 working on I think his third issue of his magazine called Millionaire Out There, right? So yeah, you, got, um, you got a good, good circle, <laughs> you got a good circle, business mind. So 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 and 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 one of my best, well, one of my close friends once I left college was um, working in, in, in the financial industry and at 25 was already making $100,000 a year with the family at home and two kids, right? So I'm like, you don't meet these type of people yeah. every day. So, yeah. so so my circle has always kept me, you know, understanding about the value of building generational wealth, the value of, of owning your own, and then just finding ways to, to, to bring more money back into your pocket. Right? Exactly. And so to that point, I want to kind of allow you to, 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 to highlight your team. And if there is like a motto or a mantra or just like a, a word that y'all live by to where like you can keep each other in check to say, you know, hey, bro, let's get it, you know? Well, my team, too, my team, we some aggressive people. They aggressive. I ain't gonna lie. They aggressive. Like one of my homeboys, he his name is Sean. He do real estate, and then he, he also uh he also had his daiquiri shop that uh him and his dad do. And his dad is also his dad is also an entrepreneur. He got a, he got multiple company on the daiquiri shop construction, and like he just 
he he really one of the main key factors that has really pushed me and has me stick to this business mm-hmm. and wants me to strive because he know I have like because sometimes I do have my doubts but he always remind me I'm like you really don't understand how close you are to being right there yeah. and like his attitude about it like his attitude about this business wise like just do it like. Don't like if I try to come here, he'll listen, but he like, just do it. Mm. Like, if if it's an L, okay. Do it again. You learn from it, just do it. Yeah. Keep pushing yourself. Don't give up. Yeah. You gonna you not gonna make it without doing it. Yeah. Like we put he pushes that and now he he making like 300k a year now. Like he doing this thing, real estate, then hopefully. I know. I don't know if you want to say this, but oh well, possibly, maybe soon we think about maybe us collaborating, getting us a building, doing something. I'm not gonna say exactly what it is, but I know people are gonna mess with us. But we working, <laughs> we working on something. So, yeah, so on that seat. my date, my date coming. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm right here, yeah. and I'm, I'm not gonna give up because with him and my other homeboys, my boy Marcus behind the camera, like installing it because everybody. Everybody gonna have their doubts, but as long as you got that circle of friends that's gonna keep pushing you and that that's hungry like you, like you got. Sometimes you gotta starve yourself because you gonna. It makes you hungry if you start. They say, hey, they say what they say about tigers. Like yeah. you starve them, that's when they're the most dangerous. Yeah. And like my group, we hungry. We don't want we we be pissed talking about we we working for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're trying to be bosses. Yeah. We don't want, like, yeah. the mindset. It's like, it's just so crazy because, like, when you hear, like, this is this is the thing about with my team and the group of people I have, like, we in competition, but it's healthy competition. Yeah. Like, Iron Sharp yeah, like, oh, my home with Temple Man just made a deal. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I just added about 10 people to my <laughs> personal training, but hey, we push, okay, bet, bet, keep doing that. You keep, you get that house over there, shoot. If, if anything, shoot, I even help my, my competition. Because if if I help you, it's going to help me. Because yes, if I keep, if I raise you up high, oh, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about you getting high of me. That just means, okay, let me get up there with you. Like, and you, and I know you're going to help me along with it. Like, it ain't no, oh, I'm gonna do that's and then that's another thing like a group of people like you can like there's certain things you can do by yourself but why won't you just bring your homeboy you know what I'm saying or your family and get, get it with you it's enough it's enough out here it's a lot of people in this world it's a lot of business it's not just limited to Fort Worth yeah it's not just limited we all can eat together I mean right now it's the the easiest thing to do is to go global you already got this and that. Exactly. All, you need, all you need is a right click. Exactly. Right snippet. Exactly. Boom, it's right there. It's right there. You just, I just got to be patient. Like, I struggle with it, but like I said just before, it's beauty in the struggle. Because mm-hmm. once once I get there, I'm going to see all of what I had to go through, and I'm going to be like, I'm gonna be, it's going to be a testimony, and I'm going to remember, and I'm going to learn from it. So, like, once I get to the top, and I encounter something, like, oh, I already been through that, yeah. and I beat it, but now I'm, I'm really on top. And I can really handle it. Yeah. It's just being patient about this. Because I feel like we all going to eat. I feel like my boy going to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to eat. Yeah. We just got to be patient about what's coming to us. Yeah. And I think to that point, man, is is you look at... We like basketball. I'm a basketball guy, too. So um, Everybody's trying to get a chip. We have some of the greatest players of all time. They have never even achieved that goal, but they're still in the Hall of Fame. Right? Mm-hmm. And most of those people, you admire their greatness, but you also understand that they needed a team around them to get to the championship. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, and to that point, you know, if we are all on the same team, you can't. You all of us can't be coped. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just it's not going to work. It's impossible. It's just not going to work. It's not. So, you, you're not going to get to. You're not going to get nowhere if everybody called me. You, you got to play your part. You got to play your part. You got to play your role, and and be coachable, mm-hmm. right? And be willing to sacrifice because right. it's, it's a greater good, right? And 
Like, you know, it's, if it's, we talking about basketball and sports, right? We 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 know sometimes people gonna get traded in and out of our life. Mm-hmm. We know sometimes people gonna sit down, and sometimes people gonna get injured. But does that mean that you 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 have? Does that mean that you gotta uh, not show up because they don't show up? No, mm-hmm. that means you gotta be in the gym shooting more more free throws. Mm-hmm. You gotta be in the gym putting in that same work that you did because now the workload is good, but you're still doing it for the benefit of the team, mm-hmm. right? So when I win, we all win. Exactly. Right? So, 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 I think the most, what the championship is for us is, um, I would say, knowing that we can, at least I'll, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it for me, knowing that, that if anything was to happen to me now, today, I feel like I've already won the championship because I found a wife. I've already won a championship because I've, I've already begun to lay the foundation for what, what's to come. And the only thing that, that I'm doing now is just being patient to where God can can give me some players, you know, some babies on the team so I can, <laughs> you know, get them to where they need to be. Because if I die today, I'm my, everything is good. Mm-hmm. I've already left that generational wealth through insurance to where I know that my family is going to be okay. Right. And so that's kind of how I got to that mindset of like, if whatever it is, it is, you know, but I had to see, and I think this, this 2020 wrapping up the conversation here is when you look at the pandemic, you look at losing COVID, you look at losing a superhero like Black Panther, you look at, <laughs> you look at, you look at the pandemic, you look at, 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 at the injustice that we face as, as, as African-American men, like, shit, bro. Yeah. Like, it's so much stuff that I, I honestly sometimes, and this, I know this is what, this is real, and this is meant to be, it's because I get, I get so emotional about this stuff mm-hmm. that sometimes it makes you cry, tears of just like, of joy, but then it also makes you cry tears of like, it's so much more, and I'm hurt. Like I have that that hunger we talked about. It's like it's so much more that I can do. Mm-hmm. It's so much more that I can give. That that is crazy, and that I just pray to God that I can get to a point to where um, when God calls me up, people are gonna miss more of what I could, what 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 I left on the table, more than just like what I've already given them to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. So, so rounding up the conversation, man. The the last question I want to ask you is, um, who is Marlon to the people around you? So when so when I say that, I say I'll give you an example. There was a a, a podcast I highly recommend you listen to. It's called Problem Solvers, and this girl she. Um, she went through a similar story, but not, um, of, of health, where she had almost lost her life, and then she she ended up recovering, not through surgery, but through eating healthy, mm-hmm. right? And I, her name is Kaysha right now, but I'll I'll see you in the podcast. But um, she was able to, to to recover from it to the point to where she just like you started her own business, and now it's it's killing the game. And when Whenever she's asked, you know, tell me about yourself, who are you? He likes, she said, I like to not describe who I am, but who I am to other, who, I'm trying to figure out, best way it says, but not describe what I do when I say who I am, but who what I am. What people think, what, what, what do you, you bring mean? to people, what people tell you that you are exactly. to them. Exactly. So who are you to them? I've been told, what I've been told, especially... Like with my business, like I've been told people people look a leader, motivational, positivity. Like some people be down and they they look forward to looking at my stories because I bring them that inspiration, that positivity, that hard work, not a quitter. That when days are down, Marlon gonna be up. Mm-hmm. Like I bring a a different type of energy to to everything that they do. Like, and 
That made me, I ain't gonna lie, that made me, that made me feel real good because sometimes I feel like when I'm doing something, I don't know if I'm touching the people. When I get those messages, when they tell me I'm motivational, I'm positive, I'm a leader, I bring that energy, that comedic, that comedic took that comedic feeling to them and make them want to strive for more because they seen what I've been through. That really touches home for me. Yeah, and do you have any stories that remind you that that makes it all worth it for you? For example, like this this one girl, I've I've been working out. Oh, she seen she been I've been she been watching my stories or whatever, seeing that I worked out and I started getting bigger, stronger. And she she hit me up one day. She was like, "Dang, what is she? I forgot her name." She she hit me up one day. She was just like, "Mona, I've been watching your stories for like a minute now, and like, I want to say that I don't know if anybody ever really just told you, but I appreciate your stories. I appreciate what you do, and I appreciate your positivity, and your the essence that you bring, and what you had to endure to get to this point, and." It made me enter fitness and wanted me to make myself healthy and take care of my well-being and just enjoy life more. Like I, I didn't feel like I was enjoying life as as I should, but me, I felt like my life was hard. But then I seen that your life was hard and you still enjoying it and it inspired me to push myself more. And she wanted to thank me for it. I, I, I wish I remember your name. I'm sorry. We 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 put we'll put it back. Yeah, there. we got the shout out. Yeah, it's a shout out to you. Yeah, but, you yeah. know who you are. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> I I love hearing stuff like that. And then just even with my mom, like my mama just knowing that the just seeing the energy that I gave off, like with all these different surgeries and going through all like the losses in our family and. Never giving up because I would never go to college and and not being able to play football and just just sticking through it like with life or what what's been going on with us and just as a family and hearing her tell me, Mona, I love you. Uh, just keep pushing and I want to see you do great and and I know that you made me feel like I did good as a mother like stuff like that like. That made me feel emotional and sad, like, right now, let me chill. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it made me yeah. feel good, and especially with my granny, like, when my granny tell me, like, stuff, like, she, like, when my uncle, she lost, she lost, her, lost him, and it was, like, she sees so much of me and him as how as I, as she see me striving and wanting to accomplish my goals and never giving up, and just that, that feeling, that, that rush that I get, it give me, Chips. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, man. Like, now, and I want, I want to you know, let me know if this is, but I think it fits here because I think it adds a lot more, um, a lot more color to your story. Um, because not only did you have to struggle with your heart condition, but correct me if I'm wrong, your mom had cancer. Yes, yeah, she did. Mom so, did have so cancer. Hearing, hearing, hearing her words, like. Love you. You keep going, and like so, kind of, kind of walk me through what that was like for you, because I know it was a lot of people. She actually, yeah. when she had the day uh when we had to drive down to Oklahoma, she literally was just leaving from getting radiation done mm -hmm. for her breast cancer. So it was like we went to the clinic for her to get her radiation, and then we hopped on the road to go get my surgery, mm -hmm. and like. She's strong, having to deal with the breast cancer, my heart issues. Like, I truly love her. I love my mama dearly because I don't know how she did it. And I wanted, and it kind of made me think like, that's what even made me want to be here even more and made me kind of strong because I, I myself, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want nothing to happen to me. And then, she, I, I'm gone, and then she's still here, and then dealing with that. I didn't want to leave her. I didn't want her to make, uh, have this fight by herself. Also, shit. Hold on. Whoo. <laughs> Hold on. But yeah, I didn't want her to. I didn't want my mama to go through this fight by herself. Like, cause I know she was there for. She was there for me through all my surgeries, and then I ended up dying. 
and I end up, you know what I'm saying? Something happened to me, and then she fighting this fight by herself. So I was like, I didn't want her to go through that. And yeah. yeah. Woo! Hold on. <laughs> we get too deep. Hold on. Woo! But yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, I mean, Woo! So, Shit! So, so. Hold on. <laughs> Woo! Hold on. We get deep in here. Hold on. Alright, I'm good. Whew, I'm good. I was I was just gonna say, man. I think I think that's 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 a great place to highlight um, your strength, man. Is is and the strength of the truth that you carry, and the strength of your mother, the strength of your family. Because I think that's the thing that makes you successful the most is because you've learned how to harness that energy mm-hmm. and apply it to everything, and, and also give that energy to other people. To where it's, it's, you know, going back to another Bible story, it's, it's like when Jesus had the two loves, the bread and the five fish, mm-hmm. right? And I might have that ratio number wrong, but when he fed 5,000 people, they had 12 baskets left over. Crazy concept. But that means that there was an energy in whatever was in God's hands that he multiplied and that he was able to have such an abundance of it to where he gave it away so freely that it kept coming back to him and 12 baskets left over. Mm-hmm. So you have, and that energy that he gave was, was literally life, right? He lived with purpose. He died with purpose. He survived, but he rose, he rose with purpose. Your, your, your purpose here on this earth is, is to provide and to channel that same energy, that same strength, um, to the people around you and help them eat the mindset of if I can do it, then if he can do it, then I can do it too. Right. And so to that point, man, I commend you for being a true king, for um be what being willing to 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 share your life with other people and make them better. Um and to and to live in abundance in order that you have. Because um, you know, a lot of people that have your story because due to due to physical afflictions or due to just a, 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 a mental mindset, they, they they didn't push and they didn't create the way that you did. And so I admire you for that, bro. Appreciate it, my brother. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. So keep going, man. It was what you already know you're gonna do. Yeah. You know, so so yeah, so to that point, bro, uh I appreciate you coming in and sharing your kingdom with us, man, and, and for dropping dropping gems, jewels chains, all that, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank um, you for being here. Yeah. Real talk. I really appreciate that. And I hope this this gets out there and it pushes people to keep going and to fight the good fight because a fight is never lost until you, until you quit and don't quit because you can never lose. Mm, you can never lose. So, peace. Already. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. Remember to stay plugged in, stay blessed, and ask yourself, what are you doing to inspire your kingdom?